Stay tuned for Love Talk with Carrie Brinketer. Love Talking today with host Evelyn Davison and guest Kathy Enderbrock. Thank you, Gavin. It's wonderful to be in the studio today, and I want to thank you who are listening to us today for joining us for Love Talk here at 1120 AM. Radio station KTXW, and I call that Keep Texas Wired, Wired with the love of the Lord Jesus. And we are thrilled that uh, we have the opportunity to help you build bridges of love and leadership. And in the studio with us today is our good friend, Carrie Brinkater. Hello, Miss Carrie. Hi, Miss Evelyn. It's great to be here today. What a what gorgeous weather we've been having. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about what we've going uh, got going. What we're going to be talking about is that we start this new series today. All right. We are so excited to be love talking about love. We're going to enter into a wonderful series on God's love. And you may ask, well, okay, what is God's love? Today we're going to talk about a love that delivers us from the power of sin. And in weeks to come, we'll be talking about a love that saves, a love that is kind, love in action, actually, a love that speaks truth, a love that is constant and never fails, and we'll finish up with a love that lives forever. So we've got a great series coming up as we love talk about love. Uh, today, I'm super excited to speak with everyone about a love that delivers over the power of sin, Miss Evelyn. Oh, you know, that is so exciting. We're going to be doing that with our good friend, Miss Kathy Indebrock. Hey, everyone. It's so good to be here with you, and I'm so excited about this series because, you know, we, we got through the Valentine's uh, Day weekend and, and or the week. You know, for those of us who have kids, we spend the week getting Valentine's ready for all of our classmates, and and, and there's so much to be said on love, and, and there's, there's, you know, there's God's love, which is this amazing thing, but we have a lot of worldly love and man's love and love that really isn't uh, a love that can deliver us or fill us to overflowing. And so, you know, I, I, as a Christian, I always wondered, well, how is God's love any different from the love that I've experienced growing up? And learning about God's love has really just changed and transformed my relationship with my husband as well as my relationship with God. And I'm so excited to share everything that, that we've learned and everything that, that Scripture shows us with our, with our listening friends about what God's love actually looks like, feels like, what it is, and what it can do in our lives. Well, that's exactly right, Kathy. You know, our topic today on God's love delivering us over the power of sin, I just want to ask you a question, listeners and friends. Have you ever longed for deliverance from guilt, from lust, envy, past hurts, alcohol, addiction, spite, greed? How about this one? How about a lack of patience or a tongue of fire? (laughs) You know, are you struggling to forgive yourself for a lack of wisdom in a situation, a child who has strayed, a marriage gone wrong, a physical or emotional relationship outside of marriage? Maybe an abortion. It's so hard. So many times we get bogged down in our guilt and our shame. We get bogged down in addiction and things that um, will destroy us, absolutely destroy us. Today, friends, I've got great news for you. God's love is a love that delivers us, saves us from our own destruction. We're going to dive headlong into a lot of scriptures today. But here are two that I'm going to give you as we start our time together an overview. Psalm 107, 6. They cried to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. Also in Psalm, Psalm 40, verse 2. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Oh, friends. The miry bog, we can get bogged down in that so many times. So I look forward to to giving some more direction today as we talk about deliverance. We're at a new time, though, here, Miss Evelyn and Kathy. We're at a new time. Miss Evelyn has been doing radio for over 30 years. She's always been on the radio on Saturday mornings, but here we are on Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. So we might have some new listeners today. Miss Evelyn, can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Well, the first thing I'd have to tell you is I'm an old, old 
great granny. This week, I will celebrate my 85th birthday. Woohoo! Woohoo is right. And when I think about, uh, you know, where I've been in life and how the Lord has just provided and delivered us from so many uh, just issues, not necessarily problems, but things you don't know how to work out, the things that, that take up your time every day you think you don't need to be doing. Uh, when I think about that, I, I just have to put everything in a category. Uh, as you mentioned, we've done, we'll start, we are into the 32nd year of doing Love Talk in the Austin radio market. That is fantastic. We are now worldwide on the web, uh, thanks to Miss Kathy and some of the things that she does. Uh, I have served um, not only, you know, in the area of, of the radio, but also in the area of television. We've done probably 15 or 16 years of TV in Austin. Uh, but prior to that, we became really involved in Austin in the prayer movement back in Actually, in the 1970s, uh, this year with National Day of Prayer, we will celebrate 40 years of helping organize prayer events in Austin. And, of course, the big one is always uh, the Governor's Prayer Breakfast, uh, the Camp Mabry event where we, you know, feed the military, the state capital event, and then oh, the, just coordinating the small towns around Austin, like Georgetown, which Kathy uh, has uh, been the coordinator for for a number of years. And you're involved with. And other than that, um, I do, uh, I publish, my husband and I own the Austin Christian newspaper, which is called the Good News Journal. So whenever I grow up, (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to move out like Kathy's moved out. And and, I'd love to ski, but they won't let me do that anymore. So, but it is exciting to be here and have you with us, Kathy. And uh, tell us a little bit about who. Where you are, Kathy, and what's going on in your life? Well, you know, I, I don't know if our listeners can tell, but I'm actually not in the studio with both of you, which breaks my heart because I love to be there with both of you. And, and before we do the program, give you a hug and and um, just see your beautiful faces. And um, I'm up here in Boise, Idaho for a year, and so I'm... Um, having the joy of calling in over Skype. So I hope it's a really good connection for all of our listeners and not a distraction. But Evelyn, like you've said, I, I just thoroughly enjoyed being involved in ministry with you and with Carrie over the years. And um, and I have done the National Day of Prayer for the city of Georgetown. And I, I stepped into that role at, at your encouraging and at Cindy Bonham's encouraging. And, and now that I'm in Boise, Idaho, Ann Wilkes is the new city coordinator there in Georgetown and doing a beautiful job. And something that I would encourage our listeners with is, you know, get your relationship right with the Lord. Get your relationship right with those around you. And then look for the places that the Lord wants to use you to step in and serve because I have had more fun in these um, service roles, teaching others to pray and and learning, developing a deeper prayer life myself and helping coordinate National Day of Prayer events to bring communities together. And I've seen God do amazing things, healing relationships and, and blessing businesses and bringing together communities in such incredible, unique ways through this national day of prayer that our that our um, our governor, government leaders have set for our nation. And um, so that's a little bit about me. I, I enjoy God's word. I enjoy the Lord. I enjoy my friends. And, um, and, and I love seeing what God does when we do turn to him for help. Wow, Kathy, we do miss you, but we can hear you just fine over Skype today. I'm so glad we have technology that, uh, that brings you to us. Um, my name is Carrie Brinkater, and unlike Miss Evelyn and Kathy, I am brand new to this radio gig and loving every second, I might add. I... I've been in ministry in a little bit different ways. I was a college basketball coach for 14 years. I've been coaching for 20 years. And so my ministry has been with young women for many, many years. And I just recently uh, kind of hung up my college basketball, college basketball coaching shoes back in May and have embarked on new adventures since then. I'm the mom of two, a sixth grader and a fifth grader, 12 and 11 years old. Mm. And so fun. <clears throat> 
And now my basketball coaching has moved to fifth and sixth grade basketball and seventh grade basketball, which is great. I, I love every second of that. But more importantly, I'm, I've just been really seeking God to find out what my, what my new adventures are going to be because he has set me on this path. And uh, so um, I talked with Kathy about this several times. You know, what will my new ministry be? And I tell you what, I'm already busy, busy, busy. My friends say, girl, we can't find you on the phone. You're never around. <laughs> going on but um anyhow it's uh the lord has set me on new paths and new directions and i'm just excited to be stepping my big toe and hopefully soon my whole body into this these adventures with you miss evelyn as national day of prayers coming up as well as the franklin graham events and uh, it's been a been great adventure so far well it is exciting um carrie when you think about the love fields where the Lord plants you and how he how he does do that. And so so often, and I know it is true in my life, it the, when the field changes, the love field where I serve changes, it's usually because the Lord has something bigger and more sweet and more lasting than um, maybe where I've been walking. I You know, we're going to talk today about deliverance and God's saving love and I, I guess the greatest time in my life was during World War II when my dad was uh, drafted. And uh, we had a radio station, and we had to give all that up and knew where my grandparents lived. And I lived in a grip of fear that I could not sleep at night. Wow. It was just so profound that I, it just, and I'm outgoing, and I'm usually not afraid of anything, but it was just really a time in my life. When I was so gripped with fear that I was just uh, not able to live life the way that, you know, I, we had always lived it. And we, and my dad had done well, and we'd had everything, you know, we needed. And suddenly that changed. And it was a high school um, creative writing teacher that shared with me that God's perfect love cast out fear. Mm. And so what what happened in my life at that time when I was at beginning teenager was that the first Christian in my family and to have the the knowledge that he had taken away the fear that I have that death might be all there is and when I look back at that now and I especially when I talk to my grandchildren uh, it does weigh heavily on my mind where we are in America today and what uh, what fear young people have today, what fear parents have for their children. And that's what we want to talk about. Love displaces fear. Love delivers grace. And uh, we are, we're delivered from to be used by God in a way that will make a difference, not only in our life, but the lives of others. So let's take our break. Uh, Gavin, when we come back, we want to talk about what it means to you, uh, Carrie, to be delivered in what it is God has delivered you from right after this. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. 
Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca, and they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Carrie Brinkner. Love Talking Today with host Evelyn Davidson and guest Kathy Enderbrock. Hello, friends, and welcome back to today's Christian Talk, 1120 The Bridge. You are here love talking with me, Carrie Brinkater, and Evelyn Davison in studio, and our friend Kathy Enderbrock on the phone. Today we are talking about God's love through deliverance. How can God deliver you from the power of sin? Miss Evelyn just told us a story about how God's love delivered her from fear in a very, very crazy time in our nation's history where many people were gripped with fear. And my story is about, oh, goodness, deliverance. Also, I guess a little bit from fear, but God sent a person, people, into our lives to deliver some things. My husband and I met in college and we got married very shortly after we started dating. It was pretty, pretty whirlwind. We graduated from college and got married. And when we went off to college, uh, we started to realize that we'd never gone to church together, not one time. And we really didn't know where our faith stood, either one of us. Um, I'd grown up in the church, but hadn't really made it my own. Uh, kind of, I played it pretty well. Uh, my husband was searching. He he didn't really know what he believed. And the Lord took us to a great church there in Auburn, Alabama. And um, we we continued to kind of search for a year. And we finished up our graduate school. And in graduate school, we both got our degrees in the field of science. We're both very hard, you know, we, we want the facts, Miss Evelyn. We want the facts. And the Bible didn't really seem to... We, we could not, especially my husband, could not reconcile science and the Bible. Just couldn't. So we moved back to Texas, and we moved down to Kingsville, Texas. And I took my first coaching job down there. And I just began to pray that God would send people into our lives that would mentor us. Mm-hmm. We got involved in a great church down there. Just kind of by, well, it was God's holy divine intervention, right? Um, our pastor has an advanced degree in biology, of all things, right? He had a Sunday school class, and almost every single one of his lessons, he was reconciling something biblically with science. Are you kidding me? Lord, wow, the Lord sent a person into our lives Mm -hmm. to deliver a message that we both desperately needed, We also prayed for men to come into my husband's life that could mentor him. Two wonderful gentlemen in that church, Randy Reeves and Tommy West, they would take my husband golfing. They'd take him to lunch. They really spoke Jesus into him and showed him what it meant to be a Christ follower. And God delivered us through a time that was a little bit scary. We could have gone either way, Miss Evelyn. We could have left the church. But we didn't. God delivered people into our lives. And my husband was baptized in that church. And we're so thankful for those men to this day and for God um, putting us in the right spot at the right time with the right people. He does have a scale. <laughs> right? And we look back on that and we just shake our heads and we go, wow, 
God's plan was to send us right to that church. And what's interesting is there's a pastor in Georgetown that's been a pastor in Georgetown for 20 some odd years. That was the pastor at that church right before we went to Kingsville. And so he knows all those same people that we know down at Kingsville, which has been a neat connection for us as well. So um, we've had two very different stories here of deliverance. Kathy, is there a time in your life when deliverance was um, something that you needed and was, was special? Thanks so much for that, Carrie. You know, I think like Evelyn, um, I have dealt with fear and stress and anxiety and learned how to um, really rely on the Lord's word and trust the truth of his word so that I don't have to worry about the future and I can kind of put things in his lap. I would say, though, the greatest thing, if I would identify one thing in my life that I've been delivered from, it was... um, a time when I was in Australia and I was doing my master's degree in international relations and um, Carrie Evelyn, you know, I grew up with, with brothers. I, so I grew up with a lot of boys and, and watched, you know, whatever they would watch, I would watch and they were all older than me. And so I had seen a lot of, of R rated movies and really hurtful, bad images and, um, you know, through college, uh, whatever um, movies my friends were going to, I would just, you know, go ahead and go to the movies. Even though I, I didn't like horror movies, I would just sit through and, and watch them and not think anything of it. But I found myself in Australia um, just having terrible, terrible nightmares and um, night after night, you know, very graphic, demonic nightmares where, I mean, it just felt like Satan was invading my, invading my mind and, and stealing my rest and I couldn't get any sleep and I was starting to become very, very exhausted. And, um, I read in Philippians where it said the things that we're supposed to think on are supposed to be things that are noble and pleasing and admirable, excellent, um, praiseworthy, true and right. And I thought, oh God, I've, I've completely filled my mind with all of these things that are exactly the opposite of what you have told me to fill my mind with. And now these images and, and really evil, um, kind of, uh, just thoughts are rattling around in my mind and and I I can't I'm so exhausted I can't think straight and I I I told the Lord I said if you will just get rid of all of these images I will never (laughs) I will never watch another movie again in my life that has any any negative images in it and um I went to sleep that night and I got a really good sleep I didn't have any nightmares and I never again have watched any of those R-rated movies, no horror movies ever, ever, ever. If there's ever an image that comes up on the TV screen or anything like that that I think is not good or healthy, I just cover my eyes and, and cover my ears. And it was just a, a miracle that all of, all of those images, everything that had really gotten to me was just gone, just completely gone. Wow. That's that's just like our verse, Kathy, Psalm 40, verse 2. God delivered you out of the miry bog. Mm-hmm. Your, your health was at risk as you couldn't get sleep and recharge your body for the next day. And I love that your deliverance was, was almost immediate in that you went to the Lord and, and he... And he answered your prayer almost immediately. For many, though, that are listening, I know that you're struggling. You're going through hard times, and you've been asking for deliverance for weeks, months, maybe years. We're going to talk about that today um, as we get into God's deliverance, because I know that it's not always immediate. Um, And we'll we'll look at Scripture to help us through that. Our friend Kathy here is... (laughs) I I feel like Kathy's kind of an expert on all things Old Testament, Miss Evelyn. Would you agree? Well, she comes from a Jewish background, mm-hmm. and she's been well trained in that. And uh, it it is exciting when we look at the history of of her family, you know, being from a Jewish background, and my family that was Cherokee Indian on my mom's side, and on my dad's side was just Roman 
railroad people and no background, you know, historical, spiritual background in my life. Mm-hmm. And so I understand completely what um, where Kathy was at that time with all these images coming at you mm-hmm. when you, you have no control of that. Once you put that in, mm-hmm. then only the Lord Jesus can take that away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kathy... I love the way you can so richly explain many of the Old Testament passages. And in the Old Testament, we see that deliverance comes in many forms. But in the Old Testament, deliverance is primarily focused on God's removal of those who are in the midst of trouble or danger. So can you help us us take us through a, a few passages today, Kathy? Absolutely. And one of the things that I love about God's word, and, and, and I would say I am no expert. I love the Old Testament because that's how my mom was saved. My mom was actually saved through going through the Old Testament and seeing um, the presence of what we would now call the Trinity, the God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. And, 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 um, and so it, it's so rich, but I, you know, I love Evelyn. I love the way that, that you walk us through Genesis and you've done that so many times so beautifully. Um, I, I would say we see um, over and over and over again, God delivering individuals, God delivering family units, God delivering entire communities and God delivering a nation of people. And so when we talk about God delivering um, from the power of sin, that can be a very personal thing, but it can also be something that's available for a family. And, you know, good news for our nation, God has delivered a nation before, and and he, uh, he, he loves to deliver any person, any groups of people that will turn to him and call on him in their distress. And, you know, I'll walk us through um, really quickly one that most all of our listeners um, who have ever had any sort of, a, of a, a, a Bible, a Sunday school class will know, and that's David and Goliath. And we find that in 1 Samuel chapter 17. And we see this, this young boy, David, going up against this huge giant, and the entire army of Israel is just struck in fear i mean trembling even though they have full armor on we there's um an an army of philistines that that um they're about to go up against and the philistine army has this huge giant named goliath and nobody wants to fight goliath and no one in um in the army of of israel is willing to go up against goliath and we see this young man David, who trusts in God to deliver the giant Goliath into his hands, and um, and 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 God does. David picks up four stones, and the first one he slings, he slings and hits Goliath right in the head, knocks him dead. Oh, and, you know that's um, the, that's so exciting, Kathy. When you think about it, that God chose a young man to restore what was taken away by somebody under threat and 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 sorrow and horror and it, you know, when you look at the old testament there are a lot of those it is time for us to take our break let's do that we come back we want to talk about the difference between the old testament and new testament when we talk about deliverance right after this Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. 
Bye. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Carrie Brinketer. Love Talking today with host Evelyn Davidson and guest Kathy Enderbrock. Welcome back, friends. It's so great to have you here on this beautiful day. Today's Christian Talk, 1120, the bridge every day is beautiful when you have Jesus in your life. We're here today. I'm Carrie Brinkader. We've got Evelyn Davison. We've got Miss Kathy on the phone. And Kathy was talking to us a little bit about David and God's deliverance from enemies in a young man's life. He used a very young man, David, to help us with that. Kathy, you want to kind of finish that up for us? Absolutely. I mean, one of the points that I really want to drive home is that these stories that we see in the Old Testament, there's there's another one in Second Kings when we look at King Hezekiah, who basically brought the situation on his own shoulders. His difficulty and his distress were because of his own pride and things that he had done. And we see over and over again throughout the Psalms, I invite all of our listeners Go and open Psalms, which is right in the middle of your Bible, and you will see examples over and over again how people are singing songs of praise to God because of the deliverance that he brought in their lives from famine, from death, from enemies, from the grave itself. And and we see how he delivered the nation of Israel out of slavery in Exodus. And, And the point here is, What he did for them, he continues to do today for us. Kathy, when you look at it from the point of view of how he dealt with the people of promise in the Old Testament, he always did it with events, big events, and and calling out leaders that, uh, like David, that stood firm on the covenant that, that the nation had made with God. But it's it changes a little in the New Testament when the person of Jesus Christ comes on the scene and we begin to see how he himself is the deliverer. He, he himself, Jesus Christ, came that he might deliver us from those things that prevent us from knowing him and, and serving him. And in Galatians 1, 4, and 5, it said, uh, Paul says, I'm God commissioned, so I greet you with great words, grace, and peace. We know the meaning of those words because Jesus Christ rescued us from this evil world we're in by offering himself as a sacrifice for our sins. So the difference between Old Testament sacrifice for sins when you went into the temple is different from the New Testament uh, uh, example of Jesus doing that. One of the things about this is that Jesus rescues us from everything that is not a part of his plan for our life. And there's so many scriptures that we could go over today. But the one thing that I, I really want to nail is that he delivers us from the power of the Satan's reign in our life. Uh, it's just like uh, we have those things in our life that we have to deal with every day. We never become perfect. Then. Mm. Uh, uh, 
military, we just always are dealing with some kind of struggle. But it tells us very plainly that Jesus Christ himself is all aspects of deliverance are available only through the person and the work of Jesus Christ because he delivered us from sin so that we would be delivered from eternal punishment from sin, but delivered us to the point that we would have the power of God's love to be able to operate in life so that people can come to know that Jesus is real. And Carrie, when you look at that, and you look at Old Testament, and you look at New Testament, it is a to- it is a complete plan of what God promised Ezekiel mm. when the nation of Israel was falling all to pieces and the walls had come, come came tumbling down. God spoke to Ezekiel and said, "Quit worrying about all of this, because there's coming a day when I'm going to take out the heart of my people and put in a brand new heart." And of course, we. He was talking about the heart of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, Kathy, I know that's part of your background, and it is so so vivid in your life, you know, as you have come from that heritage that, you know, of the old covenant and into the new life. And, and you know, Carrie, I don't know about you. You know, you, we just have to keep looking at these things that tell us that Jesus Christ has control and the power over sin in our life. And so... As we look at that, there comes to a point that we have to reason that out in our own life. Sometimes that's hard to grasp, Miss Evelyn, and I know that in in my own personal life, there's things that, um, you know, you pray for and you pray for, and it just doesn't seem like, you know, Lord, where are you, right? I'd like to give you guys an example of Paul. Paul is one of the greatest examples of crying out to the Lord and not exactly getting the answer that he expected. In 2 Corinthians twelve seven, we see Paul cries out to the Lord. He says this, to keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassing great revelations. There was, a, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, flesh, a messenger of Satan to torment me. What? Are, are, really? Paul was converted. Paul had one of the most miraculous transformations of any person in the Bible. And he had become a spiritual giant, and he was begging for the Lord, for the Lord to deliver him from a thorn. Now we don't know what that thorn was. We we really don't know, Miss Evelyn, if that was physical malady, mm-hmm. was it a spiritual temptation, was it a failure? We don't know, but we can apply that to our lives in many ways, right? We we just we just don't know what it was that Paul was really going through. What we do <laughs> know. Some people say it's because he didn't have a wife to correct him. Well, you know what? That might be right. <laughs> How about that, Kathy? Uh, that I might be right. That. That's, that's excellent. On point, Evelyn. On point. Right. <laughs> what we do know is that the Lord absolutely did answer Paul's prayer. The Lord always answers our prayer. There's many ways to answer yes, no, maybe, later, possibly, in time. We do know he answered his prayer, but it was not what Paul wanted. God met his need, and he gave his servant Paul the grace he required. Paul did not simply make the best of it. He made the most of it as he continued to serve the Lord. He knew every time that that thorn came up or wrote or showed its face, he knew that it was God teaching him to be humble, teaching him to not be conceited, teaching him to love and honor God's word and cherish this new life that he'd been given. That's so hard for us to grasp sometimes as we go through, as we walk through life and we say, but Lord, but Lord, but God is giving you the tools you need and the grace that you need. He's answering that prayer. I love there's a pastor named David Dupra. He gives us some points to ponder as we delve deeper into this topic. He talks about deliverance from sin through Jesus Christ is not the deliverance from the possibility right. of sin, Miss Evelyn. There's always, we're sinful creatures, right, Kathy? We're sinful creatures. There's always the possibility that we're going to sin. He doesn't even deliver us from the presence of sin. Sin's everywhere. It's <laughs> everywhere. Just like Kathy was saying, she had seen these images. They were 
invading her life. The presence of sin is everywhere. If you're saved, you can sin anytime you want to sin. You have free will. Sin is no less possible for you now than it was before you were saved. Indeed. Each of us proves that every day. Um, John says, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. So what does deliverance from sin mean if it's not if it's not deliverance from the possibility of sin and it's not deliverance from the presence of sin, it means more than just being delivered from the penalty of sin. And um, I know that Kathy has one more point here to make about these P's of, of deliverance. It's not delivering us from the possibility. It's not delivering us from the presence. But Kathy, what is it delivering us from? It is delivering us from the power mm. of sin. And the Bible specifically tells us that the power of sin is broken through Jesus Christ, our Lord. It no longer has power over us. You know, when you look at that, Kathy, and you look at it on a personal level, uh, it's, it is a fact. He, he deals with us individually. But then when you look at it on a family, from a family position and viewpoint, he did that. With Joseph, you know, when Joseph's brothers just just all but destroyed his uh, Joseph's life mm-hmm. and sold him, and he, you know, was just separated from his family. But how God continued to work in Joseph's life, He never throws us away. He will deliver us if we come to Him and give Him the pieces of our life. And you know, that's where we are in our nation right now, Kathy. We are crying out with National Day of Prayer. The, the theme this year for National Day of Prayer is Wake Up America. Hmm. Wake up. And when we look at that, what we're crying out for is that God would deliver us from the sin of death that is upon this nation in so many areas. And, and not only that, but that he is calling out to those of us who know what his plan is, that we would present that to those who do not know him across this nation. And we're doing that with the the Sears of America tour with Franklin Graham. And uh, these are exciting things, Uh, Kathy, when you look at them from the point of view of where we are in time right now and what God has called each of us to do. Because we do not sit on the position of sin. We sit upon the presence and the power of God's Holy Spirit. Isn't it great to know that we are delivered from the power of sin, Miss Evelyn? I remember, you know, I told you all the story about my husband and I and as we moved to Kingsville. And I remember specifically one day my husband was struggling with something. And I said, and I was, I was almost kind of angry because I was like, dude, you, you have the tools now. It, do you see this thing? It's called a Bible. <laughs> this this was. <laughs> I don't really mince words. Sometimes I struggle with that tongue of fire thing, Miss Evelyn. Um, you don't have to any longer be a slave to right. these to this sin. There, every single thing that we struggle with, there is an answer in the pages of that Bible. It tells us. I mean, Kathy gave us a great example of Philippians that we are to focus our minds on things that are noble, things that are pleasing, things that are admirable, and it goes on and on. I mean, we don't have to have sin have dominion over us. And same thing in our world today, Miss Evelyn, as we look at Wake Up America. I love that. We are not to be sleeping. Mm-hmm. Power is a huge thing. We have power, Miss Evelyn. It's not sleepiness. It's not lethargy. Right. It's power. And we are to wake up and realize that the Lord gives us the tools that we need to point our country in the right direction as well. And that Franklin Graham tour, he's coming to America. I mean, he's coming to Texas. And, you know, we're praying for 40,000 people. And, Kathy, I know that, you know, that you and I have this 40-year thing we've always kicked around. Uh, America's been in the wilderness of sin for 43 years. When the Mm. Roe versus Wade, Mm. when the... When the Supreme Court of our nation chose death over life. Mm -hmm. And when we look at that, it gives us an example of what we ought to be doing today. We, We really have got to present the message that Jesus Christ has come for the purpose of positioning us to be used by him in a nation in a time much like he did with your your 
a heritage uh, Kathy with yes. with you know the whole uh, Israeli nation Israel and Judah both came together mm-hmm. to serve the Lord Jesus and then all those things began to separate them and that's what's happened to America and that's the thing that we need to pray about those are the things that we need to work on we do need to take our time uh, take our break uh, let's do that and then Kathy let's come back and let's us transition this from the yesterday to today and how God wants to work in the lives of each one of us right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000 square foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jenner Town. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. Well, we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? thinkmarketingtexas.com. ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Carrie Brinketer. Love Talking Today with host Evelyn Davison and guest Kathy Enderbrock. Welcome back, friends. Our time here today has flown by. We're here in our last segment. And as we looked at Paul, we just... um, You know, it's so applicable to our lives today. You might be shaking your head out there and thinking, whatever, gals, you're nuts. Those are pretty words, and and it's scripture, and, you know, whatever. But I've been praying for deliverance for weeks, months, years, and I'm not being delivered. I have doubts. I still struggle with sexual sin. The guilt of, of the things I've done is so oppressive. It's weighing me down. My marriage is broken. Friends, I, I've, I've got good news for you. Hang in there. God truly wants us to rely on him for deliverance. Also, God wants to use your hurt, your pain, your brokenness. He wants you to use it to minister to others. Friends, there's so many things I hope over the next weeks, months, years, I can tell you about me that he's delivered me from. And I've been able to use that in my ministry with young women. It's hurtful. It's painful. It's it's struggles. It's things that I don't I don't want to share on the radio. Are you kidding me? But I will. And I'm telling you, the Lord can turn those around and use those past mistakes and hurts and failures for good. God will supply you the strength. The flesh, the flesh nature is not strong enough. It never will be. It's mysterious, but yet it's beautiful. I don't get it. I don't understand it all. But I will tell you this. Those past hurts, those past struggles, that past pain can absolutely be used to just speak life into someone else. I know Kathy has some great examples of that, don't you, Kath? I do, Carrie. When, you know, looking through all of the material for for today's program and everything that you've put together is so brilliant, and it reminded me of all these women who came forward um, talking before the Texas legislature, um, sharing their experience with abortion, sharing the impact that it had had in their lives, and you could listen to these women and see the, the, the brokenness and how some of these women, their lives were almost ruined by this, this past decision that they had made. Some had made in, you know, just not knowing the impact. And, and um, you know, some of them I thought, oh, my gosh, those were just little lambs just led to the slaughter by the abortion industry. But you could see with some of these women 
that had come to to the Lord, who had cried out for healing, who had cried out for forgiveness. And the Lord then used that, released the power of sin over those women to, to, to get rid of that guilt and to get rid of that that brokenness, to get rid of that victim within them, and to turn them into mighty warriors for his kingdom, women who were now reaching out and boldly sharing with others the difference that Christ had made in their lives and speaking to women who were considering abortions and and just telling them, don't do it. Here's what 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 lies ahead if you make this choice. And these women, powerful warriors, speaking before the state legislature, letting them know of the reality of what abortion does in a woman's life. And it was just wonderful to see God redeeming. Not only had he delivered these women from their sin, he had delivered them from the power of sin over their life, but now he was redeeming their their these um the sin that they had committed he was redeeming them for the good of his kingdom and for the good of others and it was just great to see and you know it it is so true that that the mightiest man that ever lived could not deliver himself from his sins Hmm. because if a man if a man alone could ever have saved himself christ would never have had to come into this world now it does not matter how big the sin is, God can deliver us from it. It doesn't matter how repetitive that sin has been. God came to deliver us from our sinful dispositions. He came to create in us pure hearts. And when we have him with us, asking him for that forgiveness of sin, it is not hard for us. He will put in us a new heart, a heart that longs Mm -hmm. to know him, a heart that delights in obeying him, um, and a heart that delights in doing good. And I just want to tell our listeners, if you are under the power of evil, if you feel like you are surrounded by darkness and you want to get under the power of God, I encourage you, call, cry out to him to bring you over to his service, to bring you under his lordship. Cry out to him to take you into his family. He will hear you. He will come to you. And, you know, if need be, he will send a legion of angels to help you fight your way through this battle. And he will take you by the right hand, lead you through this wilderness, lead you over death, and take you into his kingdom. That is what the Son of Man came to do. He has never deceived us. We can say Christ is my deliverer. And I take us back to that Psalm 40 that we have gone to. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. I know we have friends out there who want to have their steps secure today. Praise the Lord, Kathy. Man, you're you're speaking right to my heart today. You know, it's so interesting that the Bible promises that the Lord will be there for us, even when we we don't feel it. Just like you said, we don't feel it sometimes, and it's it's really a special delivery, a special deliverance that He gives to us, delivering us through the wilderness, over death, take you right up to the kingdom of heaven. That's what the Son of Man came to do. He has never deceived us. Um, Christ is our deliverer. Miss Evelyn, it's so comforting to know that we've had a special delivery, right? Yes. It's like, you know, uh, for years, if you got something really special, it would come special delivery through the partial <laughs> post. It doesn't come that way anymore. Now. That's the UPS man knocking on the door, yeah. Miss Evelyn, right? <laughs> uh, the thing that is so exciting about the the discussion and the dialogue we have today, uh, Carrie, is that uh, it's available. Mm-hmm. And it's only something God can do, Miss Evelyn, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's not anything we can do. And so many times we just want to fix it. Like, yeah. right, we've got this problem in our marriage. Or we've got this problem that, that we we keep sinning. We keep doing the same thing over and over again. We can't fix that. It's uh, When you look at... Um, struggles 
And that's what we're doing in America today, uh, in every area, in families, uh, in in life and death, uh, looking at our Supreme Court and how that's been just fragmented mm-hmm. in the last few weeks. Um, it is scary. But the thing is, the Lord says that he knows our hearts. Mm-hmm. He knows those that belong to him. And he will rescue us. That's what deliverance is. It's like a, an army comes in and rescues oh, us. Oh, what a, a picture. Yes. Yeah, a town that's under siege. Or if, or, or if a forest fire is, you know, circling a town, the rescue, the first responders come in. Well, that's what Jesus is. And he does that in a lot of different ways. Sometimes he does it through angelic activity. You know, just things happen that are very unusual. And then other times he just walks right straight in and just says, knocks you on the head like he did Paul and takes his eyesight away so he has to watch and look and see Christ. Uh, because that's what God said to Ezekiel. He said, there comes a time when I'm going to not do what I'm doing for the Hebrew people anymore. Mm-hmm. There comes a time when I'm going to do it a different way. Right. Because the salvation for the Hebrew and the Jewish people, Kathy can you know, add to this, came when they, through the shed blood of the sacrificial lamb, when they took it to the tabernacle. And so that was an action they had to perform for the blood to be shed. Mm -hmm. And And the Lord gave them the means to do that. Because the scriptures say, apart from the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. That's right. That's right. And in Kathy's legacy, you know, that's that's what her people believe. But then God showed Kathy's mom. Is that right, Kathy? That's right. Right on target, Evelyn. Yes. And, and she, I mean, that God showed my mom that there was this son, that there was a father, there was a son, there was a Holy Spirit, there was an us, and that Jesus Christ fulfilled Every single prophecy that had ever been spoken of him in the Old Testament, that Jesus Christ of Nazareth fulfilled those prophecies. And we have the truth of the New Testament to walk us through that. It's just magnificent, a magnificent fulfillment of every one of God's promises in his son, Jesus Christ. When we look at it from that point of view, Kathy, it's, it's a gift. That's what uh, redemption is. That's what deliverance is. If you get a delivery, somebody has paid for it. You know, if you get a, something mm-hmm. in the mail, you know, a check or somebody wrote the check, that's what Jesus did. And that's what Ezekiel, God told Ezekiel, there'll come a day when I'll take out their unbelief, their cold, stony hearts, and I'll give them a brand new heart. And so the heart of the message today is this. Deliverance is available. It is the the delivery by Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, who makes our life like his life when we come to believe that that's why he came. And so, you know, you may, I don't know where you are today, and you might, you might be a believer that has lost your faith, or you've given up grace, uh, but you have to stop and think, what is required of me? To be delivered, if I've got if I've got sin in my life, what is required of me? And the scriptures tell us very plainly: you just go to the Lord. He said, "If my people who are called by my name," and he was talking to the Jewish congregation, "if they call on me, I will answer them and show them great and mighty things." If we look at it from that point of view, as a believer, we always go to First John one nine, which says. If my people, if if you confess your sins, I am faithful, and I will forgive your sins and cleanse your land. So those are two if you, I will, principle and promises. And he's still saying that today. So I'd ask you as you're listening to us today, uh, what is required for you to be delivered, for you to become a Christian? Now, first of all, it's a, you have to admit to God that you're a sinner. And Romans 3.23 tells us, for all has sinned. None of us have ever been born that have not sinned. The B is that you believe that Jesus Christ loves you and that he came. He is the Son of God. 
and he he wants to give you that blessed gift of forgiveness from the sin and give you a new life and a new heart like Ezekiel was talking about, that you can live the life that we've talked about today. And then the third thing is that you confess with your mouth what your heart has believed. You confess. Go to someone. Call us on our love line at 249-512-249-6535, and we'll help you. Uh, You can go to our website, which is www.lovetalknetwork.com. And if you're interested in the uh, National Day of Prayer, go to ndpaustin.org. Or if you're interested in the tour, a Decision American Tour, go to decisionamericatour.org. Thank you, Kathy, for joining us today. And we want Thanks, to thank, Evelyn. Thanks, Carrie. And we'll we'll be talking to you again very soon. And we God want to thank you, you, friends. Thank you, Gavin, for uh, helping us today and being our good good Samaritan. Good thank shepherd. you, Miss Evelyn. I challenge all of our listeners. In your words earlier today, Miss Evelyn, you said God always gives us a new love field. And I love that. I challenge you today, listeners, take your deliverance and use it and find your love field. Find a way to use that deliverance to inspire others to Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on 1120 The Bridge.